Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me again. Hey, so it turns out a lot of people like stickers. So if you are one of the folks who is interested in getting a Hi, I Think You're Nice sticker, the one that's really cute with a little dog, flowers, and stars on it, um, let me know. Please get in touch. How do you get in touch, you ask? Why, I'll tell you. Just find me on Twitter, I Think You're Nice. Facebook, I Think You're Nice. My website, ithinkyournice.com, and email is sarah at ithinkyournice.com. So you can find me those ways. Let me know if you want a sticker. They're cute, and it turns out people like stickers. <laughs> Yay! I think it's nice that we're all still kind of 12 years old at heart. I also want to say thank you so much to folks who have rate, reviewed, and subscribed. And hey, I've heard word on the street is, how do you do that? Especially since I'm asking for iTunes and a lot of us don't have Apple devices, myself included. So if you do have an Android phone, so far I personally have not been able to get to iTunes properly via my phone. But I can on my laptop and on computers, you can. So you don't have to download iTunes. You don't have to become an Apple person. Um, if you can just go over to iTunes and find Hi, I Think You're Nice, the podcast, and then rate, review, subscribe from there. If you do have an Apple device that makes life a little bit easier, um, if you can go to iTunes or I think maybe Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, look for Hi, I Think You're Nice. You can find me there and then rate, review, subscribe from there, right? Great. Eventually, one of these days, I will come up with a more succinct way of saying all of that. That day is not today. And thank you for bearing with me as I'm learning through all of this. I want to give out big shout outs to folks who wrote some uh, wrote some reviews. Give it up for Rogue83. Thank you so much. And then KLW3, which absolutely sounds like a news station. KLW3 AM not sure why I made it AM. Anyway, uh, today's episode is with Christine Reapy, and it is absolutely delightful and fun and long because I did not have the heart to cut out much. It was really fun, you guys. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as clearly Christine and I enjoyed it. Gosh, we love Christmas time and the movies and all of the stuff that goes with it. We hope you enjoy it too. Uh, take care, have a good one, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Let's have a seat and let's have a nice time. I think you're nice. So let's chat, so let's chat, so let's chat. I think you're nice, so let's chat. Hello, everybody. My name is Sarah Han. <laughs> and I'm Christine. Am I doing it? Should we go? Again? <laughs> Nope, it's perfect. It's I, going really well. I didn't Hi, even... everyone. I'm Christine, and I'm Sarah's guest today on Hi, I Think You're Nice. Sarah's touching her boob. Thank <laughs> God you chimed in, because I didn't even get my name out correctly. Are we live? We are live. The The listeners are listening. It's oh live. It's in person. We're like Frasier and Roz. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Who's Roz? I mean, in our relationship. Really? No, no, oh, no. Out our, of the two of us. Out of the two oh. of us. Let's be honest, I'm probably Frasier. Yeah, no, I'm I'm Marty Crane. I <laughs> know <laughs> I'm Eddie, actually. Oh, I we know. all want to be Eddie. I love Eddie. Uh, when I first moved to Seattle, I watched that show pretty much nonstop, and I'm like, none of these places exist. No, 
There and okay, so season seven, there's an episode. No, season eight, Fraser, first episode. Fraser Crane Day. No, that's oh. in season five. I know this show. You so need to come back, and we need to talk about this. Yes, <laughs> friendship, Fraser. <laughs> but Niles is talking about he wants to go to a nude beach because they just got back from Bora Bora. He and Daphne, uh-huh. and they went nude on the beach. Yeah, and he wants to go to a nude beach and be vacation. Niles back in Seattle, so they talk about the nude beach on Alki, that's south of the um, the lighthouse. Okay, so that's. Not a real thing. No, that's not a thing. There's a beach there, but it's just rocks. It's rocks, and, and the water's like a, real cold. Well, and it's like a road. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a nude road. And then the episode, it gets all funny, because it turns out it's like Senior Citizen Beach Volleyball Day, and it's not a nude beach, and ha ha ha. ha, ha, ha. Everyone loves Niles. But that one specific episode, and they're like, it's the nude Alki Beach. I'm like, that's not a nude beach. <laughs> At least no one appreciates it when I'm nude there. <laughs> well... Well, actually, Christine is lovely. <laughs> I mean, I am a Christmas tree. You are. And my dangle bobbles <laughs> glisten and shine. Oh, my God. Parents showed your children's ears. No, it's Christmas. No, it is Christmas. No, it is Christmas. Uh, so hello and welcome to Hi, I Think You're Nice. Uh, today is my guest. Today my guest is Christine Reapy. Christine Noel Reapy. Christine Noel Reapy, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about Christmas because I actually have it on the list here. Your name. Let's talk about your name, okay. Christine Noel Reapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what does that indicate? Uh. Well, Christine. I was named after my my auntie, my auntie Christine. Oh. Uh. And then Noel is because my birthday is Christmas, and Reapy was my father's last name and his father's last name. So it's kind of a tradition. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm familiar with the yes. last name thing. Cool. So and you are. A- I was born on Christmas morn, 1984. At 2.15 in the morning, 13th floor of St. Joe's Hospital in Tacoma. There were three babies born on Christmas that day. We all went home in stockings, and I got the extra large one because I was a very, very long, big baby. (laughs) Ten pounds even. Were you really? Like a fucking turkey. Sorry. Like a turkey. (laughs) (laughs) That. So I got the extra big stocking. My mom last year brought it up and gave it to me, so I have my actual stocking that I came home in. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Please send me a picture of that, and okay. I will try to remember to put it on the the Instagram. Put my head on it. Put your head on it to show what a tiny little ten pound nugget you were. No, I was huge. No. I was like a toddler just I... shredding out into the world. Well, you are you are quite tall. You're, are you from a tall family? My dad is well. He's 5'10", but he says he's 6 feet, mm-hmm. and my mom is 5'8", which apparently was really tall in her day. Because how tall are you, may I ask? I am just shy of 6'2". I claim 6'2", because if I stand straight... Your hair's always up. Yeah, and I'm wearing shoes, yeah. so I'm 6'2", but I'm just shy because my husband's just over 6'2". We both claim 6'2", but we're like on the opposite ends oh, of it. Oh, you're the average. The mm-hmm. median height between mm-hmm. you and your beloved is 6'2". Exactly. Like Santa. Like Santa is 6'2". Six... Is he... Really? You didn't know that. I didn't know that. Does Fun any... facts with Christine. <laughs> Does anyone know that? Mrs. Claus. <laughs> He's six two. You know what? That I, that's I don't know. I expected like a more petite. Isn't he an elf? No, actually, I Thomas guess... Jefferson was six two. I'm getting this mixed up <laughs> because <laughs> I'm getting this mixed up 
because I think at Monticello on the tour, because <laughs> the bed, the bed was built for a six foot two frame because like the walls are on either side of the bed. And I was thinking the sled was built for a six foot. So that's my mistake. That's my, well, we'll have to go through this again. My mistake, Thomas yeah. Jefferson, six two. Santa could be anything. And actually, Thomas Jefferson might not have. He might have been six feet. So maybe the whole thing is wrong. I don't know. (laughs) This is the best conversation I've ever had. Yay! Sometimes we get mixed up between our second president and Santa Claus. Well, because there's American history. Third third president, right? And then, well, Santa wasn't ever president. But there's American history. And then there's world history. So it's hard to keep it straight. <laughs> I lost you. Oh my god! It's Christmas. I wasn't when you were like, "Oh yeah, I know this fact for the following reason." I wasn't expecting the confusion to come from Santa or TJ Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> All right, but now real quick, now I feel like a dumb dumb because I said he was our second president. He's um, the third. He is our second third. was Adams. Okay, that's what I thought. You haven't seen Hamilton. No, okay, I have. I haven't. I kind of. No, I haven't. I mean, no. we, well, that's for a different day. That we'll is talk for about a different. Later. That is for a different. I do day, have cause... a made-for-TV Christmas movie based on Hamilton. That's not on my list. Okay. That I made up last year, <laughs> and it's um. So this girl, we'll name her Christy. Mm-hmm. She's running for public office, mm-hmm. and she's very busy, and she's working all the time because all she cares about is running for office. Yes, and but she just doesn't know what to do, and she just has so much spirit in her, and she wants to make the world a better place. But she's running against this like really mean, old, angry guy, and she doesn't know what to do about it. And so she goes to see the touring cast of Hamilton, which is in her town, mm-hmm. and she's going to get inspired. And she strikes up a conversation with the guy next to her, and they start talking about history and politics and how much they love writing and then she asks him at intermission like oh you enjoying the show he's like yeah i'm enjoying it but it was a lot different living it oh my god it's hamilton he's a ghost i it's hamilton and he has until christmas eve to break the curse because when burr shot him Mm -hmm. he actually shot a christmas bullet into him Uh that cursed him to come back every year until the 24th and unless she can win the election and continue his legacy Uh he's going to be stuck in this purgatory forever but with his help and political smarts and her drive and actual living soul they might just break the curse work it out win the office get there and find love oh my god also her name is and, actually eliza i need to change that and they they fall in love they fall in love a human live lady and a ghost yeah perfect of course because it's christmas of course it's cr- i'm sorry but, i forgot that well, it was a christmas here's the thing present. here's the thing the, christmas so they movie. do break the curse eventually oh, sure, and she thinks sure. she's never going to see him again uh-huh. but because it's christmas a christmas miracle happens yeah. and turns out he comes back to life. He like sees her on the street and it's him reincarnated because Christmas. What? Yeah. What? It's called a very Hamilton Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw away your eggnog shot. Uh oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I don't even, there's so much happening in my brain of the pictures that are com- coming yeah. to me. That's gorgeous. I think and Lynn Manuel Miranda is going to want to write that one down. Um, I think you need your own podcast where you just pitch these things constantly. 
I'm not kidding because I think they're amazing. I am worried like Hallmark's going to be like, oh, what a good idea. And they're going to take all my ideas and then I'm going to be left with nothing. Well, that's why you trademark your shit. You TM it, copyright it. It's yours, baby. It's all yours. exhausting. It's really easy. I oh, promise. Well, okay. <laughs> it's pretty easy. If and then I, I can sue them and get all that money. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Get all the money for the Christmas tree. Yeah, everyone knows Hallmark is just eyeball deep in that cheddar. Uh, they are. Are they really? Have you seen how many cards they sell? No, because who sends cards anymore? I do. Oh, you do? I oh, send Christmas cards. Of course you do. I send Christmas love... cards. I send Halloween cards to my family. So you're organized enough. I couldn't tell you any address of any of my family members, except maybe one, because she make, is mad at me every time I ask for her address. So Cindy, uh, I know your address. We're coming for you, Cindy. No shit. We're Cindy, coming. Cindy just moved. So no, I don't know Cindy, her address. Cindy. 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 address. Give me your address. Cindy Lou, who, where are you? Oh, that's oh. what we call. Her. Oh, really? It is oh, true. It is true. No, I um I saved my uh wedding invitations in my Excel spreadsheet, and then so oh depending gosh. on who I send Christmas cards to, I actually have that saved as a master sheet in my oh. Google Drive, and it's shared with Andrew in case anything happens to me. He'll still have the addresses for the Christmas cards. Saying you have a plan. Everybody, it's important to have a plan. I have like a break glass in case of emergency <laughs> plan for if something happens to me. I have people like who will come to my house and get rid of things, you know, things, quote. I have a confession to make. I started sending out my wedding thank you cards. Never finished. Oh, that's why I didn't ne- get one. Yep. <laughs> that and we were that's eight why. years shy of meeting each well, other. <laughs> Five. Well, Five years There's shy. still time. There's still time. <laughs> I've tried to apologize to everyone because, I mean... Are you still talking to all of them? Now? Yeah. Oh, well, then it's awkward. Yeah. So your name is Christine <laughs> Noel. question one. <laughs> We're back to question one. We have to start again. Christine Noel, you're born on mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. That Boom. That was two of my questions. Oh, okay. So now we're on to the third one. What's your third question? What are your favorite Christmas traditions? Oh, my gosh. If Uh, you could keep them to, like, top five. Well, in the early 1900s, the word tradition comes from. Oh, my. uh, uh, I love decorating. I love decorating my Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. And I love looking at all my ornaments that I have. It's weird. You know, when you're an adult, traditions are different. Mm -hmm. So... Like, when I was a kid, we had very set traditions. We would go to my grandma's house, my dad's mom, on Christmas Eve for the big Reapy family Christmas Eve. And it was, we would play bingo with a family of about, maybe there's like 30 to 40 people there. Oh, dang. Yeah. And it got very aggressive. Oh, okay. People, mainly me, usually ended up crying, but a lot of people cried. And there Mm -hmm. was always a thing about stealing a gift. Mm -hmm. Usually you'd find out what somebody else wanted and it'd be you know, three steals and then you could lock it in. Um, and my dad would be the caller and he was very proud of that because he would do little jokes like, be patient. <laughs> and Crushing it, dad. Yeah, no, it was great every year. Uh, so we would play like cutthroat bingo. Mm-hmm. And then we would do, um, <laughs> my grandma had a nativity set. I think, I mean, maybe I've told you about this before. You're the village. Yeah. Right? Well, it's a little, it's like a very pretty nativity set, but she bought it when she was pregnant with my dad. And so he was born in January. And so she was eight or 
you know, eight and a half months pregnant or whatever. And she was living in South Tacoma and went on the bus to downtown Tacoma because there was the most beautiful nativity set in the window of a department store. And she had to have it. This mm-hmm. is my grandma. She had to have that fucking nativity Give me, scene. Give me that nativity. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get the baby Jesus. <laughs> I want it. And so she took the bus all the way there and took the bus all the way back with the giant box of a nativity set. And then every year we put it out and we don't put the baby Jesus in until Mm-mm. Christmas Eve. Well, yeah. And when we put it in, we'd all gather around the nativity. And we'd sing Silent Night, and my dad, since it was his nativity, would put the baby Jesus in, and my grandma would tell the story. And it sounds very Norman Rockwell Von Trapp family. It does. Which we're not. Yeah. Because 10 minutes earlier, we were screaming at each other and hiding, like, holiday sausage from our bingo gifts, like, because we just didn't want someone else to have it. Real quick. What's holiday sausage? Like a Swiss colony beef log. Oh, okay. Yeah, like we, you know, someone else wanted it, so we take it and hide it under the table and then like beat them to death with it. <laughs> but then we're like around the baby Jesus, like sleep in heavenly peace. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're oh. nursing a black eye and like yeah. someone's arm is in a sling yeah and it's just like <laughs> what the heck and then we would do um the christmas bell which is so there were four kids in their family and to bring in presents under the tree it was a big spectacle my grandma was very obsessed with how things looked and she wanted mm-hmm. a big spectacle for the presents so the that's oldest... where you get it right <laughs> no i'm normal um <laughs> Totally normal. But the oldest child in the family, their family would go out and get their gifts and come back in. Then the youngest in the family would ring the bell and everyone could open their eyes and see those gifts. And then the next child would go out and like my grandma's, so there are four kids. Mm -hmm. And so like their family would go and the youngest in the kid's family. And then so I was the youngest in my dad's family, who's the youngest. So I was always the last one to ring the bell. And then everyone opened their eyes and there'd be all the presents under the tree and be very exciting and very wonderful. And for, this is fun, for the 16th birthday, every grandchild got to like pick something from my grandma's house that they could have. Like, because her house was like a museum. Cool. And just you get something. Um, How like about my, that cheese grater? Could, right? could it be something really? That was already taken. I was grandchild oh. number 10. Oh, man. Uh, but my, like, my brother got the key from the barn in Finland. And I. I'm sorry. Is that a thing? Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> And okay. <laughs> so I got the Christmas bell is where that was going. Oh, she was like, nice. what do you want? What do you want for it? I'm like, I want the Christmas bell. And she's like, well, that's not worth anything. That's not an heirloom. I'm like, it's the fucking Christmas bell. It's the Christmas You don't open your eyes bell. until you hear the bell. So it's at my parents' house. Grandma's gone. The bell lives on. We ring the bell on oh, Christmas. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So that's, those are like the childhood traditions. Yeah. Um, I grew up, and now we do nothing. And now nothing. <laughs> you just sit there quietly in the dark. Yes, uh, waiting for the bell to ring. <laughs> oh, oh man, I just, oh, I just felt real sad. Grandma. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> I grew up uh, Ukrainian Orthodox, yeah. and so we celebrate a different religious calendar. Our Christmas fell on January seventh. Different religious um, calendar. I know how. What? Which? What? Which? <laughs> Which? <laughs> So for the 25th, you know, um, I appreciated the school break, but my family, we just traveled a lot on the 25th because it didn't mean, it didn't mean anything to us, but it kind of didn't mean anything to us because it wasn't where like our family, like heart and hearth and home and all that stuff that happened in January. So we traveled a lot for the 25th and I really enjoyed like the spectacle and 
the Santas and all the I, please. I got like two more weeks of cookies and presents and like yeah. Is that all like that a twelve stuff. days of Christmas then? It's like is it the seventh? No, the fifth yeah, would be it's, the It's it's there are two calendars: the Gregorian calendar yeah. and the the Julian calendar. And we follow the Julian. Ca- By we who's <laughs> just Julian? Tell him he's got his dates wrong. Once, am I right? Once upon a time, Julian. There were two popes who got real mad at each other for realsies, and they split the calendars. Oh dear God! So. Um, and ours is the, I believe the old school calendar. I'm going to get hit by so much of like, that's, you don't even know what you're talking about. And you're right. I don't. Um, Santa's six foot two. And also was president. <laughs> he, he was president. He wrote the Declaration of Independence. Am I, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. This, this is, this is all tracking. I think it's the decorations of independence. <laughs> <laughs> but on our Christmas Eve celebration, uh, it's very, um, it's we do. Uh, now I think about it, it's kind of like old worldy. Like we put hay on on the Christmas table because hold on, Christine's making a face. It's like, and then we eat it. It's with like, our hands behind. It's our nice hay. It's not like it's fresh oh, from okay. the barn. It's nice hay. <laughs> well, it's not. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's nice hay. It's Oprah's favorite things. <laughs> nice hay. <laughs> Coming to you from Mattel. That's my other podcast is Nice, nice Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey I'm no. nice. <laughs> Let me talk about Sorry, my, my hay on my Christmas table. Uh, now we use alfalfa <laughs> that is used for like guinea pigs. That's typically what we use. But so it's like, <laughs> well, where does one get hay? In a barn where the baby Jesus was born on December 25th. Not every, <gasps> how, oh. how dare you? Oh. We all, why, why even? No, so, so you have the guinea pig. <laughs> so we have the guinea pig on the tables. Um, no, but the, the hay, you know, on Christmas Eve, that's when the animals can speak and they can speak of what they saw that night the child was born. Um, and you go, the, the youngest child goes out on Christmas Eve and the, when the youngest child f- spots the first star, that's whenever dinner can start. And it's like traditional, like super <laughs> traditional, um, uh, Ukrainian in our case food. And there was like, oh, sardine and sauerkraut soup. Ah, that one, ah. that one was a hard pass. Ah. Uh, my mom makes a really dope cabbage stew, which oh, is okay. Okay. A weird sentence to say, but it's yeah. true. Okay. And we do pierogies mm. and uh, all these yummy foods and shots. Lots of oh, shots. Oh, I remember you talking yeah. about that during Christmas cookies. Yeah. yeah. We, um, yeah. we, we call just cr- Merry Christmas. We just call that every yeah. day. We also did shots, <laughs> but... but you, did know. You, to- you have to toast your ancestors. Like, oh, that's- no, we wouldn't. Oh, we, no. We'd just, like... You have to. Belittle them. <laughs> no, you have to. No. They came to this country and we toast their sacrifices and blah, blah, blah. And like, hey, thanks. And then it just turns into like, into your health, into your health, into my health, into dogs. Next year in Jerusalem. And, next, and things take a turn. Uh, yeah. Well, yep. yeah, our ancestors didn't come to this country. My grandparents did. So they're like, bless us. Oh. Because we, yeah. Oh, you're like. Grandpa actually was, well, no, he was born here, but then he went to Finland. Then he came back because, you know, the war. Sure. Um, oh yes, the yeah, war. The war mm. over Christmas. Over no the Christmas war. The Great Christmas War. <laughs> oh, incidentally, um, 
uh, I really am excited. Seattle has a lot of really great Christmas shows that happen regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, Dina Martina is one Mm -hmm. of my favorites. She's going all over the place. She's only with us for like a little bit this year. Um, and Scott Shoemaker, who does Ms. Pac-Man, he's doing, it's Scott Shoemaker's War on Christmas, which looks amazing. So I think that's going to be at the rebar. No one's paying me for these ads, by the way. I'm just really excited about my friend's projects. Well, and like the Can-Can. Is, what does a can can do for Christmas? They do, um, is it like Naughty Nutcracker or <gasps> something? Or it's, it's just like hot people dancing, and I think there's like sugar plum fairies involved I, or something. I've never seen it, but I've always wanted to go. Um, and then there's that like, what is that really great improv company, Unexpected Productions? Oh yeah, they Unexpected do, Productions. You they say they do an improvised Christmas Carol, which I hear is probably the funniest show yeah. you can see in Seattle, other than. You know, Happy Pink Girls Christmas cookies. Of course, of course, yes. Um, but yeah, that's a really good one. Also, the Nutcracker. Sure, the a classic the at the ballet. We're actually going to go see In the Heights at the Rep. That's extremely holiday. Um, actually, I don't know the Heights at all. That's also Lin Manuel. It is. This is a, this is very you, Lin focused. You just well, love I've never Lin. seen it, and that's we. Um, well, a tradition I started as an adult is my husband and I go on a little theater date. I get to pick the show and the dinner because. <laughs> And he gets to come along. <laughs> and it's fun for everyone. No, because it's 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 my birthday. Because I don't ever get your to birthday. celebrate my birthday on Christmas now because we're driving back and forth between houses and we're doing all sorts of stuff and going from his family to my family. And it's just like, ah! So I try to set aside the weekend before Christmas. We do one day where we go to a show, we go to dinner, and we can just celebrate the fact that I was born. Yeah. And the baby Chrissy was born unto us. <laughs> <laughs> a gift, 10 pounds, no ounces. That is a... You were a solid babe. I was solid. Yeah. I was huge. Did you Did you have... Were you bummed as a kid that you were born on Christmas? No. Like that you had to double I, up? I don't... I didn't know for a while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well sure like those first three years he's it's like how prince george doesn't know he's gonna be king oh sure like they haven't sure. told him yet well he's a babe um, well yeah well, he he's just like baby. what are these shorts i'm wearing hmm. <laughs> hello mommy don't i look spiffy change my nappy <laughs> uh-huh. why aren't i potty trained at six um he's six but, no he's five okay I, I got confused i don't he's I... also six foot two <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in Christine's Everyone life is six, six foot, foot two. two. <laughs> um, no, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, so we celebrated my half birthday because no, none of my cousins were born in June. So that put one of us in June to have a family birthday in June. And it just made sense. Like, who would come to a Christmas Day birthday party? Mm-hmm. And so I had a half birthday in June. Aww. But I didn't quite realize that my real birthday was Christmas. And that was my fake birthday until probably was like four or five. I, I kind of caught on. Oh, um, that's pretty quick. Well, because then we also... It's still not quick enough. Like, uh, who... You know, you got to know when your birthday is. I remember when my parents told me, like, well, your birthday's on August 3rd, but... Um, it's on a Tuesday this year, but it'll be on a different day next year. I thought they meant like a different date. Oh. And I'm like, so I'm like, wait. So like Thanksgiving? Like, like your birthday is the, the first Tuesday of every August? I thought it just kept going forward. Oh. Like, so like next year my birthday's going to be on August 4th and then 5th. And then, and like I was See? just really upset because I didn't understand how calendars worked. <laughs> yeah. So I had family friend birthday in June, but then we also like I would get a cake at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I knew I turned a year 
older at Christmas, but then I didn't, I became a half year older in June. So it eventually started making sense. And I turned 18, all of a sudden the half birthday stopped. What? It was really upsetting. It just stopped. My parents were like, well, you're an adult now. Mur, mur, mur. I'm like, but I'm not. But I want my half birthday. I want my two birthdays. Yeah. So that's when I started coming up with the idea for, well, how can we rebrand this? <laughs> because I don't want to just be a Christmas baby. <laughs> and that, your ladies and gentlemen, is when Christine Miss was born. Now, we've been talking a lot about different religions and how those can be on different days. People have different no, traditions. Mostly just two variations of Christianity. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. But what about Christine-anity? 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 So Christine Miss is a holiday for everyone. Yay. No one's excluded. Uh -huh. You don't have to put up... You, you, you can put up a tree... You could put up, you know, a Hanukkah bush could also be for Christine Miss. Yeah. You could you could hang something else. I don't know what it would I don't know. It? The winter solstice, you could set a fire in your front yard. Basically, it's for everyone. <clears throat> it's something, Great. it's a celebration for everyone. Where Excellent. we can all come together and we can wear sparkles and we can sing and we can be happy and we can enjoy everything and we can celebrate the birth that is baby Christine. You don't have to. Mm -hmm. Mostly, Christine Miss is just a day for everyone to be happy and wear sparkles. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. If you want to get me a gift, you can. <laughs> oh my gosh, was it two years ago we did Christmas cookies yes, together? and it was so fun. So I made a, um, I have a one-woman show called Happy Pink Girl, which I've done um, a couple different places. And I got to Seattle, and I did Happy Pink Girl, and it went well, and it was fun, but it... Guys, doing a show by yourself is really hard. It's tough. It's, it's really hard. It's tough. Um, I was really fortunate that I had my good friend Elaine uh, Pahachek from Florida come up, and she's my composer and buddy, and like really helps me with those sorts of things, which is great. Um, but otherwise, doing the show, writing it all, performing it all solo is just real stressful. So I, <laughs> uh, things were tense in the fall of 2016. Why? I don't know. And so I really needed to focus my energy on something positive and that that could uh, make my life better and hopefully help other people also maybe have a little joy. Um, something like frivolous, fun, silly. And so Christine was very generous and I'm, she said that really she was on board. I'm really good at inserting board. myself into other people's one-person shows. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need me? Should I write a four-page monologue? Do you uh, want me to do a dance number? Should I sing? And since this is the first time that I didn't have to come up with all of the material, I was like, yeah, do the, all of those things. I'm and then we did my the duet, which I was so happy about. Uh, he's just the boy I love. Oh. Uh, he's the holly jolly guy but, we've been thinking of. Oh. And he's the boy we love. That was cute. Any reason to sing with Sarah, I get happy. Oh, me too. Oh. Not with me, with you. Not with you. Um, she I like records to herself down here and plays it back, sings with herself. I kind of do, though, to be no, honest. I know. No, I know. I would, too. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I record songs, and I'm like, I want harmonies. Yeah. Well, there's just me. Um, uh, yeah, that was really fun. And our, our friend uh, Rob, who was on the podcast where we talked about buses, he did his pup. He puppeteered oh, his puppet so that looks exactly like him. Yes. And he told like very sweet stories. Um, it was improvised. That mm -hmm. was really fun. He'd get a suggestion of like, what's something? Oh, God, I can't remember. It's 
two years ago. It's not that long ago, but my brain will not recollect this. Well, then you and Guy improvised a song. You did like a tradition yeah. song. That was really fun. Yeah, Guy Nelson. And then we all had cookies. I think every show should have a snack involved. Like I've been saying that for years. Yes, but not not don't eat in the theater. Like next to someone, don't unwrap it. Like oh, no. eat the cookie afterward. Yeah, or unwrap the cookie before. Don't uh-huh. be that asshole who's like. No, don't don't do yeah. it. Oh, I'm sorry. No Horatio. one likes it. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I don't like crap. Horatio got very noises. Keep talking about cookies. Oh, um, the cookies were so good. And and do you remember our rehearsal night? It snowed. It snowed like six inches. And it was so beautiful. And we were there from 9 to 11 p.m. And I remember that because I left a very awful job. That was my last day at a very awful job. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I left there later than normal. And it was snowing. And I was like, I get to go rehearse for a Christmas show. And I don't have to go back there tomorrow. <laughs> I'm the luckiest little girl in the whole world. Yeah. I felt like like tiny Tim. Yeah. Got a new leg. Yeah. To hell with goes. the crutch That's and how that let's story go. Goes. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a beautiful story about yes. um surgery. Yeah. Um uh that was that was really, really fun. Uh friends, family, countrymen, if you've ever produced a show and you're like, hey, you know what I should do? Offer free cookies to people that I'll bake myself. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. that I'm one woman with one oven. I baked cookies. And you did, yes, you did. Uh, you, which was very helpful and really, really, it was... You, I ate a lot of them. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's the problem with making cookies that you end up, you know, eating, dipping into the supply. You eat the dough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was that was remarkably challenging. So if I do Christmas cookies again, which honestly I am, I think I would like to do, um, or something, a variation there of a Christmas variety show. Christmas Kugel. Um, Chris, ooh, Kugel. Christmas Kugel. That sounds great. Christmas crab. Oh, just a bunch of crab just, dip. Just and a, we'll oh, leave it out. Dip. We'll leave it out between shows. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, nothing says Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays like just so Bad much poisoning. food poisoning. <laughs> oh, uh, but that was that was really really fun. It was I, so fun. That was. Guys, let's do that again. Yes. Okay, I'll do it. And I'm not Laura busy. play the fiddle. Oh, she did. She was fun fiddle friend. Oh, yeah. she was adorable. And 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 your mom made us all those amazing aprons, and I have mine, and I bring it out, and I wear it at Christmas, even though I don't bake. I just like wear it around the house, for which makes my mom and well, it makes me ha- makes everyone very happy. Because yes. mom, she's like, "What do you want for this?" And it was really fun because like she would oh. send me pictures from Joanne Fabrics or wherever. So cute, and they were everyone looked adorable. I especially loved Laura's outfit because she basically she had like crazy leggings that had like Santas or reindeers yes. or something on them, a sweat, a crazy sweater, and then she had little antlers on and. Anyway, it's just happy fiddle friend oh. and played. I mean, she played beautifully. We did sing-alongs in the audience, yes. and that was really fun. And I got to wear my sequins. Oh, my, you my did the boots. Oh, any excuse. And speaking of Hamilton again, of course, didn't we had a friend who said that that Christmas cookies was the most fun <laughs> they had at the theater all year, and, they, and that was the year they, they also had seen Hamilton. Hamilton. And Sarah's like, wait, what? <laughs> And they said, Hamilton was good, but there were no cookies. (laughs) 
So I'm just saying, uh, fans say that my show is better than Hamilton. We're coming for you, Lynn. <laughs> oh, I think he'd be honored. Oh, he'd be right? so excited. He'd want a cookie. Oh, I'd give him one. He's a nice boy. You're like, you're doing good, buddy. Here. Yeah. He's a nice boy. He's such a nice young he man. He tries so hard. He's so talented. Except his songs are too fast. They're, They're too fast. I can't understand. <laughs> they are pretty fast. Oh, 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 I don't want to talk about. Um, When it comes to Christmas trees. Oh. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. This one. Here we go. Saddle up, everyone. <laughs> Press pause if you need to use the potty, because you're going to want to come back for this. Okay. Christmas trees. trees. <laughs> so... Um, you talked about how you, you mm-hmm. often cried in your family. I was, mm-hmm. I'm also the family weeper. Oh yeah. Um, so we would cut out, cut down Christmas trees. Um, for a while we would do it like out in the wilderness where it was a okay. Oh. And they were like pretty like shrubby, funky looking trees. But eventually we started going to Christmas tree farms yeah. and there was one year of <gasps> Sarah weeping in the oh. forest because oh. they got an I stand by this uh-huh. mom and dad that it was the ugliest Christmas tree. It had long needles and it oh. kind of almost looked like an, going back to guinea pigs, like an Abyssinian vi- coat of a, of a guinea pig. Oh. So, so it, I mean, I can understand how it might have been perceived as a good Christmas tree, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. as the official Christmas tree decorator mm-hmm. and lighter mm-hmm. of that tree, um, like, in, I can't work with this. I, I can't. You, you, you brought me polyester and I asked for silk. What is this? Yeah, what is this garbage? What, what am I supposed to do? I will say, though, you know who also had a bad Christmas tree? Oh, no. Charlie Brown. Oh, he did. And now he's on NBC every year. <laughs> so think about that. Think about that. Why don't you turn that lemon into lemonade and turn that lemonade into Della Della Bills? <laughs> These are life tips with yes. Christine Reapy. Sometimes the ugliness is in the decorator and not in the object. Being are decorated. you calling me ugly? No, I'm just saying you should be able to turn that tree into a beautiful tribute yeah. to Christmas. No, it was, I'm sure. But droopy needles, come on! But it's hard. Listen, when no, you hard. know the weight and the size and yes. how things need to hang and lay on the tree. There is a very specific way to do things. Okay, do you actually... So we used to go to the Christmas tree farm that was by our house, Mm -hmm. and we would look at the tree, and we'd be like, oh, okay, okay. But there were certain, like, we had to look for branches for specific ornaments, Ah. and we had, like, a little elf that lit up that you would, like, plug into the lights, Mm -hmm, and we're like, well, where's the hole for the elf? Okay, we'll put the elf here. So we would, like, plan that while getting the tree. Whilst in the woods. And I assumed every... Well, it was a Christmas tree farm, so, like, whilst in In the the acre of trees next to the highway... Um, but still, like, woods. you're outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we were dressed up. Um, but it's funny, because I think about that, and we have a fake tree now, mm-hmm. because, you know... It's, it makes it's, sense. It's, it's makes fine. Life. It's pre-lit. Uh, someday it, I'll get a, it, a real tree. It does make life easier having but a fake really tree. It does. Well, and you can move the branches yep. to kind of mold to your ornaments. You make yep. the tree work for you now. Yeah, tree. Yeah. Pull, pull some weight. Who's in charge of Christmas now, tree? <laughs> Last year, um, uh, the, you guys got a big tree. We, we got a big, because we it was our yeah. first Christmas in the house, and we have uh, really tall ceilings. Not quite as tall as we thought we had. 
fun. Uh, so we go and get the tree. We come back. Luckily, our neighbor has a chainsaw. And so he... Oh, my God. It's like Christmas vacation. We're like, hey, hey, Nate, our tree's too big. He's like, no problem. Um, it took nothing. It was great. Did you keep the nubbin? Uh, no, we checked, oh. we checked out the nubbin. Oh. It was a pretty sizable, it's like a foot of it's a sizable it, nubbin. Yeah. From the bottom, not from oh, the I'm top sorry, in case anyone's you. like, conf- yeah. How dare your lap not be more comfortable, Christine. Um, and so we, we bring in the tree. I decorate it. It's, I love the trees out here because they're I, honestly, they are kind of Charlie Brown esque in that they're very spindly yeah. and they stick out. And so like everything hangs beautifully on them. I forgot that Washington is like mm. spider central. Oh, yeah. And so it quickly turned into spider tree covered yeah. with gorgeous glistening spider webs. Tree. Every morning I have my breakfast because one of my favorite nerd things to do at the holidays is to like just sit and look at the Christmas I do tree. Too. Do you too? Yes, I like sitting at the tree and waiting for Santa. Okay. <laughs> Even that... though I'm Santa now, but I wait. Oh, you... or I'm not. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's and then at yeah. night I like and to, it glows mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just, so yeah, I love the Christmas tree. As a kid, I used to <gasps> crawl under the Christmas tree. Yes, and I think that's maybe why I like camping because <laughs> I, I was under a tree. Yeah, like I, used I would to do bring. That, like, but I don't like camping. I, oh, okay. Well, maybe yeah. that's how it connects in my brain. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like I was a little forest sprite or yeah. something like underneath and i had my favorite ornaments around me yeah I'm i was that a you christmas ca- tree inspector oh were you i was you were, i was there to work you're on payroll sure yeah. sure it's a union gig i get yeah. it <laughs> i couldn't touch the tree i just had to inspect it and <laughs> <laughs> get a little blanket under there and bring yeah, your favorite just, stuffed animals i would and... look and i'd help my dad water the tree mm-hmm. it would be a big ordeal and and then sometimes set up the little train around the tree. But oh. mostly I just liked being around the tree. Yeah. And then I would, um, at the house I grew up in, which isn't the house my parents are in now, but there was this big brick fireplace. And I would pretend the fireplace was a sled. And I would sit next to the tree and I would sl- sit in the sled and You pretend... mean you would sit in the fireplace? No, it was like the hearth. I would just sit on the oh, hearth and pretend. Okay. Yeah, I would climb in the fireplace. I get into the I, chimney. I... <laughs> I'd get all dressed up as Santa Claus and I'd steal shit and I'd go in the chimney and I'd just wait. <laughs> and then the police would come and the neighbors would be screaming. And my mom was crying, but I'd be waiting because it's not Christmas yet. Don't they know the rules? <laughs> oh my God. One year they smoked me out and that was it. And that was it. That, that was, was the last it. year you did that. But no, I would just, I would pretend that Santa couldn't finish Christmas uh-huh. and I had to be there. So I would hero. get to be, right? This is, well, and this is my Christmas story. Like, this is my. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my dream still. I love wrapping gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a job. I wrapped all the family gifts. Me too. Did your mom sign you up? Uh, Well, no, she just like put all the gifts on the table and said, okay, here's who to wrap these for. Yeah. Uh, But one year they tried to get me to wrap my own. I don't play that. Mm. So you wrap my gifts up. Also, don't put my birthday gifts in Christmas paper. Put it in birthday paper. My dad was born uh, in December as well, December twenty mm-hmm. second. So it's we have we make a huge effort to make sure that mm-hmm. his stuff is in birthday, and then yep. um, then Christmas is separate. As for wrapping 
presents, I, I, I loved wrapping them because I love taking the time and making them yes. beautiful. I put on the Christmas movies that I love. Oh, yes. Die Hard was always one of the first mm. ones that I'd watch. And then mm. White Christmas. Yes. Mar- Miracle on 34th yes. Street. Keep going. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't from friends it's from friends it's a um, friends reference uh, but, but, but no okay wait do you yeah. okay everybody calm down okay, if there's a pattern <gasps> on the christmas paper uh-huh. do you wrap it and try to get the pattern to match on the crease on the crease so like let's say you have like a print of reindeers and you know like when you wrap it mm-hmm. the paper folds over sure. on the back and then sometimes the reindeers won't match up like yeah. you'll have like half a reindeer and like half a reindeer mm-hmm do you wrap it so you can make them match so it looks like continuous pattern the entire way around? I don't. Oh. I don't. Oh. Ooh, I'm getting some a lot oh. of eyebrow. Oh. A lot of eyebrow. So. <laughs> I guess I don't love Christmas as much as you do. Well, you don't. <laughs> and if you can't make them meet, fold it on the crease of the box. Mm-hmm. So you can't, like, it's on the oh. corner. I'm, so I give really shitty gifts, but they look amazing. Because it's all about what's on the outside. <laughs> it's nothing but superficial. It's Christmas. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how we do things. Yeah. As an adult with, you know, jobs and responsibilities and stuff, I'm like, how did my parents oh, God, do right? anything for the holidays? Because we had concerts, band concerts, oh, vocal yeah. concerts, recitals. Dance recitals, and then Christmas Christmas parties, and Christmas shopping, and fundraisers that we would do at the school, and like all the cookie dough, eating the cookie dough, (laughs) having to buy more cookie dough, having upset tum tums from all of the cookie dough. (laughs) Yeah, and then someone always gets sick. Someone gets the flu. Someone, yeah, Yeah. some eats too much crab dip at that Christmas party (laughs) (laughs) that was left out for three days. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't know how grown-ups do as if we're not grown-ups. How grown-ups well, get anything accomplished for the holidays we're, for present-day grown-ups which aren't real grown-ups. Yeah, we're like yeah. we're grown-up light, L I T E. I'm yeah. the diet coke version of an adult. <laughs> not All quite the... there yet, but you prefer me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but but you also kind of wish. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good stuff. Anyhoozle, Christmas. Hey, I have a um, game. Hey, because that's my next segue is let's talk about holiday movies and our obsession with those horrible. <gasps> They're so good. They are. Well, they, here's the thing. Yeah, well, go ahead. Okay. What's, what's the thing? So the made for TV movies. So there's different types of Christmas movies. There's actual Christmas movies that you grew up with that are like. Christmas classics. They were in the theater. They are you like your miracle in Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah, your Christmas vacation, your, your Christmas story. All those are like legit Christmas movies. And then there's the made for TV Christmas movies, mm-hmm. which the past couple of years I somehow have fallen into. I'm like I'm a woman in my thirties. <laughs> Listen, I, I I'm overworked. I'm busy, and I just relate to all these women who are trying to find love at Christmas, <laughs> even though I'm happily married. <laughs> but. Like, I got to find, you know, my high school crush who also happens to own the only Christmas tree farm in my hometown, (laughs) which I happen to be bulldozing down because my company is going to take over the lot. Oh, my goodness. What to do? What to do? That's that's fraught with drama. They are so, uh, they're good in that how horrible they are. Some are genuinely lovely little stories. 
Um, like we just watched the Christmas ho- holiday, holiday calendar. The holiday calendar that's on Netflix, mm-hmm. new this year. Quite lovely. The yeah. perfect combination of cheesiness and heart and. Um, what's wonderful about it is that it's super diverse. Yes, because the Hallmark movies are not. Nope. Anyway, so the holiday calendar, lovely. Check it out. It even makes fun of itself at one point. Oh, my God. Which when that they, part killed the Netflix. me. Yes, oh, my God. That I'm like, killed Inception! Me. Christmas Inception! It was Christmas Inception. Uh, so the holiday can- calendar. Check it out. Netflix <clears throat> is, they found that sweet spot because some of the Hallmark movies I can't watch. They're I so actually, bad. They're so bad. Yeah. The acting is so terrible. The script, I'm just like, I, I can't even pretend to watch this. Not, yeah. even, not even in the background. I can't do this. So I have vetoed some of them. But the Netflix Christmas movies... Mm-hmm. I can put those on in the background while I'm crafting yeah, and be really happy about it. Mm-hmm. And I get just invested enough that I want to know, like, I kind of know what's going to happen to these sure. people. What, what's going to happen with this magical calendar? Is I, that I, is that single dad, for various reasons, going to be able yeah. to, to help his probably daughter? It's always a daughter. Yeah. Uh, f- find maybe a, a new mom. What, what, what about the lawyer? You? She has no parents. Where is she going to go for Christmas? Yeah, her heart is hard. Yes. Where, where will she learn to find the softness and kindness exactly. of Christmas time? Oh. <laughs> and so they're just fun to have on. They're fun to watch with friends because you can laugh. And I that's what I like about it is, like, I watched the holiday calendar with Andrew. And I was laughing so hard and it was done. And I was like, oh, my God, we watched the whole movie. We were only going to watch 20 minutes of it because, well, that's because it was so riveting. We had to keep going. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, this is why I like watching these because we didn't just laugh and be like, we're so above this. Let's watch another. So last year, real quick. So that was the year of the Christmas Prince. Oh, my God. On Netflix. Give it to me. Um. (laughs) So Patrick and I, we had just swapped out our bed. And so our Mm -hmm. old bed was downstairs in the living room. At this point, we had zero furniture in the living room except a Christmas tree. And a bed. And a bed. That is sexy as hell. Not a Yes, that is a fantasy. (laughs) That mattress. It was, it's a, it's a fine mattress. Uh It's a great mattress. It's Uh a guest room mattress, Uh but it was still like a naked mattress on the floor. In front of the tree. In front of the tree. With the fire. Oh no. With the spiders in the the tree. And And then you put on a Christmas prince. And I put on a Christmas prince. It had been a really, uh, a really rough day. Um, I won't go into what happened that day. It was really, really rough. And I'm like, I just want to watch a Christmas movie? So I got out my little Kindle, which is like, you know, of 10 inches. And I'm like, because there's no TV in that room either. So (laughs) I just watched, I just under the Christmas tree on a bed with no sheets on it. Like a hobo's Christmas. With your Kindle, I'm hobo. And Patrick just sat next to me like, what is happening? It's not like a Christmas Prince doesn't have any like epic battle scenes. So you don't need much more than that like Kindle screen. You You really don't. You can enjoy the subtlety of the storyline. Yeah. Oh my God, a Christmas Prince. Everyone needs to watch that. It's so bad, oh God, and bad? I loved it. I'm I am a sucker for royal Christmas. You do love lines. the royals. I love the royals. I love the fact that somehow your boyfriend just happens to be a prince, and what? you don't find it out until Christmas because you're gonna meet his family. In fact, that's one of my okay, <gasps> okay, 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 okay. okay. Well, okay. So, okay, that's it. So Christmas transition. Prince, Get, go watch I, it. I it's... made a game. Yes. Because I wanted to play a game with Sarah. Yes, I'm excited. And I love making up Christmas movies. And so I have the summaries of several Christmas movies that I've written out. 
And Sarah's going to guess if they're an actual movie or one I made up. <laughs> and there is one in here that's uh, actually a real life thing that happened to me. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <sighs> and then so we have we have what do we have? Six. Uh, and then we have a toss-up challenge. Oh, my goodness. Where it's two almost identical movies that I didn't realize. I made up one, and then I found, like, it's Twin Sister, and even the titles were very close, and I thought... Well, but one's real and one's One's real fake. and one I made up before I knew about the real one. And so that's my... Um, that's the toss-up challenge at I the end. I am thrilled. And then I have um, uh, just a list of future Christmas classics that we need to go down, because it includes my favorite idea for a Christmas movie ever and I think I'm well I'm one of two people who like it Andrew thought it was hysterical and hey yeah two people that counts it's it's gonna be it, amazing it will likely be a third person <laughs> added very briefly okay so I'm really excited let the games begin are you ready I'm gonna put on my uh, my producer voice okay great and I'm gonna take oh okay. four. Christmas movies real or faux. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm being serious. I know. You're very serious. In a world. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm so excited. I know. Holly's Jolly Christmas. It's one week till Christmas, and Holly Henderson has just been fired from her job at Manhattan's most prestigious law firm oh. for refusing to represent an oil company that is threatening to drill through her hometown of Jolly, Alaska. With no boyfriend and nowhere to spend the holidays, she makes a last-minute decision to escape to Jolly and organize a Christmas-time protest against the impending drilling. With the help of her chaotic but lovable family and the colorful Jolly townsfolk, including the handsome newly appointed mayor, single father Pete Baxter... Oh, stop laughing! Holly may just stand a chance at saving Jolly while also finding love and Christmas spirit along the way. That's Holly's Jolly Christmas coming to Lifetime. Oh my god. Is it real? It's too good. Fake? It's too good to be real. real. Are you sure? It's I think you made that up because it is that is a really great plot. Is it you made it up, right? Final answer. You made it up. I made it up. Yes. Holly's Jolly Christmas is a faux movie that I'm going to produce and star as Holly Henderson. It was, it is, I, I kid you not, that is genuinely really good. The reason I knew it wasn't real is because it was about the oil industry. Well, and actually, I, I, I knew yes. they would never, they would never do anything that dicey. That or is the dead giveaway. I involved politics. Yeah. You involved a little bit of politics there. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, we need to get this to Netflix immediately, right? Because it also reminded me of Gilmore Girls a little <gasps> bit, like the like the Stars Hollow, like the jaw, like the oh, wacky townsfolk. Of... I was watching Gilmore Girls when I wrote it. You can't go wrong with wacky townsfolk. Yes, I am and newly appointed mayor, single father Pete Baxter. Because <laughs> we just talked about how there has to be a single. <laughs> There's a whole. It's not true love unless he's a single father, because then you yeah. know he can love. He, he can, has he love, can. but he can't be divorced. He has to be a widower. widower. Yeah. He has to be a widower. Yeah. yeah. Or the ex-wife has to be some horrible monster. Or she's a ghost and you don't know it to the last minute. But that's actually a Nicholas Sparks movie. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I got one. I got one point. Hey, that one. You're probably going to get all of them. They're pretty Ugh. easy. No. That was that was a... I was torn. It was the, okay. the mayor. Number two. Two. The Spirit of Christmas. 
As Christmas approaches, attorney Kate Jordan, whose determination is as big as her hair, is sent to broker the sale of Hollygrove Inn, but she is told that her appraiser has left because of a ghost. Sure enough, it is not long before she meets Daniel Forsyth, a soldier who mysteriously died 95 Christmases ago. The two strike a deal. If Kate can help Daniel discover the truth behind his death and why he is cursed to return to the inn for Christmas each year, he will leave the inn forever and allow Kate to finish her job. As they work together to uncover the truth and the clock ticks closer and closer to Christmas Eve, Kate cannot help but fall for this dashing Christmas spirit. And a romance develops that will alter the course of her life, his death, and their first and possibly only Christmas together. The spirit of Christmas. I think that's real. Is it? I think that's real. Are you sure? Are you sure? The the I've seen one that definitely involved property uh, management, and that's what's reminding mm-hmm, me of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember a ghost. Mm-hmm. But I also this drink one a, has a ghost. I drink a lot of nog uh, when I watch these. You got things. it. You got it. You got to <laughs> nog it. You got to go noggin. So uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's real. Final answer. It is real. Yes. It's a lifetime movie. It's available yes. to stream on Netflix, yes. and the ghost is so fucking hot excuse my language i earned that effort it is the funniest movie because it opens with his murder like in colonial times and then they flash forward to kate jordan but yeah so he's i still don't quite understand the spirit of christmas spirit of christmas but he's super hot and there's nothing about him that suggests that he's from 95 years ago other than the fact that they like slapped on some sideburns other than that, he's just like this modern dude. He's like, hey, what are you doing here in my inn? I'm the ghost. But he's super hot and it's confusing. And then they solve a mystery. I I guess I haven't seen it because uh-huh. that part is not coming to me at all. But yeah. yeah, we watched that one last year when I think Andrew was making dinner or something and I was explaining to him from the other room what was happening. I was like, okay, we're looking at an old house and it's snowing and there's a soldier and oh, there's another soldier and he shot him. Oh, he shot him. <laughs> and so I was helping explain what was happening. But yeah, it was it was good. Um, so right. I highly recommend Spirit of Christmas. Spirit that, of Christmas. That one is top notch for, um, right. for casting a, a visual. Excellent. Yeah. Number three. Okay. A royal Christmas. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. As the. (laughs) (laughs) I love this game. Okay. As the only daughter of an expert tailor in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Emily Corrigan is a kind-hearted young woman proud of her blue-collar background. She is a devoted seamstress at the family business and madly in love with her doting European boyfriend, Leo. But as the first as their first Christmas together approaches, Leo drops a bombshell on his unsuspecting girlfriend. He is actually Prince Leopold, no. heir to the throne of Cordinia. What? The Cordinia? The Cordinia. <laughs> it's, a, it's in the Commonwealth. <laughs> 
Less than unenthusiastic, wait, less than enthusiastic about her son's relationship with a commoner, Queen Isadora makes Emily feel anything but welcome at the Grand Castle, leaving Emily to feel more at home among Isadora's staff of butlers and housemaids. As Emily struggles to adapt to her new royal surroundings, the situation is made more difficult when a scheming Isadora invites Duchess Natasha, <sighs> Leo's ex-girlfriend, to join them for Christmas. Attempting to stay true to herself in a world where she clearly doesn't belong, Emily wonders if love is enough to keep her newly royal relationship from falling apart before Christmas morning. Mm. A royal Christmas. A royal Christmas. Mm-hmm. Parts of it mm-hmm. sound familiar no, from a no Christmas they don't. from Christmas. Nope. From Christmas Prince. No, they don't. They don't. Okay. Oh, to a Christmas Prince. Yeah. Well, because there's a girl who's a commoner who falls in love with a mystery a, prince, and the um, family doesn't approve. Yeah. Gosh. Um. <sighs> I'm gonna say a tailor from Philadelphia, huh? And the daughter of well, the daughter. an expert. Taylor. She's a seamstress. Uh-huh. But she's the daughter of an, an expert, expert tailor. tailor. That's very key. In Philadelphia, where <laughs> all the expert well, tailors go. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the city of brotherly love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. The Mummers Parade is a hell of a thing to mm-hmm, see. Lots of tailors. Um, uh, let's go with. Oh, and Taylor's his name. Does that help? He's an expert tailor. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, I have lots of pens down here. Um, okay, I'm going to go with that's real. That's a real one. It is real. Yes. It's, I've seen it four times. No. I love it. Christine, why? Because uh, <laughs> I think Jane Seymour plays Queen Isadora. Oh, and Alicia I love Chabert Jane Se- is Seymour. Emily. And it's so fun and it's cute. And Prince Leopold is cute. And that's really all I need, apparently, is a cute boy to watch you know the what? movie. Because feminism. This podcast is called <laughs> Hi, I Think You're Nice. We're talking about nice things that make us happy. Yes. Boom. It makes you happy. I it's like nice. cute boys. What's wrong with that? So sue me. I like them. <laughs> All I right. like to pinch their tushies, so well, sue me, uh, but no, don't. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do don't that. Do that. Okay, no, no, don't okay. do that. <laughs> three for three. This game right. is not going the way I expected. I'm sorry. What can I say? I've also watched a lot of these things. I know. I, although I haven't seen Those, that one. It's really cute. It's okay. not available to stream, I don't think, but it's pretty much on Hallmark Channel 24-7. Okay. Uh, number four. The Jingle Bells. Oh, God. <laughs> I think that's a great title. <laughs> The Jingle Bells, a harmonizing girl group from the 1940s, are magically transported through a time portal to 2015. The portal will only open again on Christmas Eve at midnight, and now these 1940s ladies, Susan, Mary, and Eleanor, are trapped in Snowtown, Montana. In exchange for food and shelter, they offer to sing at Snowtown's local hotel lounge, where a former musician and producer, Johnny Dasher, just happens to be eating. He convinces the Jingle Bells to sing in the local televised holiday talent competition, which is filming live on Christmas Eve. Susan, Mary, and Eleanor rehearse nonstop for the next two weeks, but also find themselves enjoying time with Mr. Dasher and his former bandmates, Bill Banker and Henry Hillman. With all the hubbub and excitement of the competition, as well as their new relationships, they almost forget about their time portal closing on Christmas Eve. Oh, no. The Jingle Bells realize they must make a choice, a Christmas in the past or love in the present. The Jingle Bells. That is... Out of your brain. That's out of yeah, your that, brain. I mean, obviously, if I defend the title, the, I think the Jingle Bells is a kind of amazing. 
Um, once you said, honestly, uh, harmonizing girl group, harmonizing girl group. Can you just see them? And then all of a sudden they're in a portal. Yeah. And portal. We don't explain how they get to the portal. It doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. No. It totally doesn't. It just all of a sudden they're sucked into 2015. Yeah. No. And they meet Johnny Dasher. <laughs> Another reason why I, th- I figured this was straight out of your brain, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Not besides the fact that mm-hmm. we've done like a girl group 1940 yep. style mm-hmm. shows before, um, it's that uh, in order to do that would take uh, a quality of actor not often um, available. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For these horrible uh, Lifetime and Hallmark movies. Well, I assume they'd hire a voiceover actor for the songs. Oh, yeah. Like we'd have some wise. like Marnie Nixon shit going on there. Here, I know. just assumed, God, Horatio has not left Christine's lap for the last He's hour. a happy boy. I'm He's, a happy boy. Oh, my angel. Oh, he is so happy. Um, I want that also to be real. Right? I'm not, I'm not kidding. I think that should possibly be our Christmas show next year. Oh, really? Yeah. The Jingle Bells? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Get ready, folks. Yeah. The Jingle Bells. Yeah. Uh, do you want to be Susan, Mary, or Eleanor? Gosh. Whichever, whichever. I don't know. As long as I get to say. Eleanor is kind of like, she, she's the bookish one. Okay. Um, Susan's a bit of a slut. <laughs> like, she's sex positive. Well, Okay. But back in the 40s, they called it a slut sure. or, or a nurse, you know, but that's like yeah. what they called it. So. Yeah. And then Mary's just like, like Mary. But she's, we're in 2015 now. Yeah. So it's 2015. It's 2015 <laughs> now, not now. Yeah. But it was in this time portal. I don't know why 2015. I don't know why you chose that day either. That I, well, because honestly, throw me off. I was, I was yeah. thinking like, maybe she'll think it's, oh, that must've come out a few years ago. Yeah. Well, the Jingle Bells. I love it. You don't want to do Holly's Jolly Christmas for <laughs> show think of the dance of the oil drill <laughs> honestly i think that would be a great that one i see more that's in, a movie in, in the a jingle movie. bells i see is, that be on stage a, yeah yeah i can see oh, that yeah. on stage like whoa we're out of the portal <laughs> and like there boom. lights lights lights. <laughs> exactly a whooshing noise there we are off we oh go my God, it's so good so good <laughs> all right okay so far you're, you're winning the the test we're I'm still very doing upset we're still doing the toss-up challenge yeah. regardless oh yeah to- oh yeah no we it's, we're still on page one oh my um. god <laughs> There are 35 pages, so here we go. Uh, the Last Christmas. Ooh, The Last. Kind of oh, okay. On a snowy, blustery Christmas morn, a pair of young siblings awake to find a note taped to their parents' bedroom door. I've taken Mom to the hospital. Love, Dad. The brother and sister, not knowing whether one or two parents will return in time for Christmas dinner, decide to spend the day working together to prepare the family Christmas feast in hope that they will have at least one more Christmas to share as a family of four. The last Christmas. Oh, my God. That's brutal. That's a, that's a really sad one. That That's real? Yeah, that's real. That's real. A real movie? A real movie. It's a real thing that happened to me. That was no. my 13th birthday. No. No. So that's the real life one. So yeah, I woke up. No. <laughs> there was a note on my parents' door. I took dad, mom to the hospital, loved dad. And I went downstairs and I was like, Joe, what's it? Why are mom and dad at the hospital? And he's just been sitting downstairs the whole time. His bedroom was downstairs. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, I don't know. I'm just waiting for everyone to wake up. I'm like mom and dad aren't even here. And so she had gotten this like horrible, horrible virus oh, and no. had been like vomiting all night. Oh no. And then like was to the point where she couldn't vomit anymore. Oh no. And so my dad took her to the emergency room. Of course. And we woke up and they were there. And then I guess like they were there for a couple hours. We we called, we were able to call him. 
Um, or wait, no, did he? He didn't have a cell phone then. I don't know how he got a hold of it. Like, maybe he called the house or something, but we were just like, oh my God, oh my God, what do we do? And also it's Christmas and there's presents under the tree. What do we do? Because <laughs> we were also not the best kids. Well, we're just like, what do we, do we open them? I can't open them without mom. But mom's in the hospital. What if she dies? I feel like this was an opportunity to wake you guys up early and say, hey, yeah, here's a plan. You'd think. Um, You'd think. I, 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 yep. No, I know. There were a lot of other ways yeah. this could have gone. Yeah, a note maybe uh-huh. wasn't the best way to, to let uh-huh. you guys know what was happening. My 13th birthday. Happy 13th. You're a woman Yay. now. You're your you're teen. Well, and, and they got her in the car, and she threw up in the car again, so they cool. had to put another IV in her, and she Ugh. came home, and she fell asleep on the couch. They canceled Christmas. Like, so we... We didn't, like, work all day to put Christmas dinner together. That's that's made up. Sure. Uh, but we did, like, have our Christmas morning together. And I I got some computer game that year that I just spent the whole day just playing my computer game in the office because we had to be quiet because mom was resting. Sure. And, and then two days later, I made her go to the movie theater to take me to see Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> and she fell asleep and she woke up and she goes, the boat's not even sinking yet. Oh. <laughs> and she was so sick. But so that was very sweet that she still went so Titanic with me two su- days after being in the emergency room. And I was like, I need to see Leo. He's going to be in the boat. <laughs> oh, God. Do you know yeah. who I was rooting for? Oh, my God. Cal. Because you're terrible. Why? Yes. Were you really? Billy Zane was. No. Billy. No. Billy Zane was like the ideal just no. the the no the no cow he, no he was terrible and i hated him but oh. i just i just really um in my in my fantasy like boy crush world oh i like him um, distant mm. emotionally abusive i guess oh my god like like tom hiddleston as loki i don't want tom hiddleston as anybody else he has to be loki yeah i he, want the unemployed artist who will draw me like one of his french girls wearing this that's fine wearing only this <laughs> well it's good that our fantasy boyfriends don't cross over I know, so but I feel to... weird that you'd be dating Cal and I'd be dating Jack and they would hate each other. Where, where would we go for dinner? Well, I don't know. Well, we where would... Would, what would we do? I'm not keeping Billy Zane around for the for the oh, conversation. For no, oh, not well. for dinner. No. Well. I just want to look at... Forgive me if I actually want to get to know my fantasy boyfriend and not treat him like a piece of meat. <laughs> but you do you. Wow. Equality much. Uh, we've come to the toss-up challenge. Oh, Okay. Okay, so these are two movies. One is real, one is fake. Okay. I will read them both. All right, and then I'll cast my vote. Okay. Movie number one. It's Christmas, Carol. <laughs> Continue. Stop laughing. Continue. It's... <laughs> is, there, is there a comma? Yes. Good. All right. It's Christmas, Carol. Overwork, business-minded Carol is the most successful editor-in-chief of the top newspaper in the city, but she's also the most feared for her no-nonsense attitude. While her colleagues are busy enjoying the Christmas Eve holiday party, Carol locks herself in the office to block out the holiday cheer. But when Carol bumps her head on an open file cabinet and knocks herself unconscious, she awakes only to be only to see the ghost of her former boss, Marlene Stapleton. 
Marlene warns Carol that she must change her rigid ways, or she'll never find love or contentment with herself. Throughout the course of the night, Carol is visited by three ghosts who show her the past, present, and future if she continues her isolated ways. Mm -hmm. Will Carol learn that Christmas is a celebration and not simply another deadline? Or is she doomed to spend her life chained to her desk? Ugh. It's Christmas, Carol. God. Movie number two. Oh, okay. It's Christmas, Eve. No, <laughs> no. Get out. Get out of here. It's Christmas. Get out of here immediately. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This is why it's the toss up. One of them can't. They both it's can't a toss up. be real. It's a toss up. Okay. All right. It's Christmas, Eve. Eve. All right. As Editor the hard-nosed, no-nonsense school district superintendent, no. Eve Morgan trims budgets, not trees. But now she's in her hometown, and budgets are about to get personal, when Eve may be forced to cut the music program run by her handsome neighbor, Liam, the local music teacher. But luckily, Eve's childhood friend, Darcy, is married to an IT guy, who's created a website for donations directly to save the arts program. Oh. Launched during the local tree lighting ceremony, where Liam's students will perform, Classic. the website could provide the Christmas miracle, could provide the Christmas miracle the town needs. But will Eve find the miracle she needs to find happiness and rediscover her love for music? With the help of Liam and his adorable daughter, Joy, oh, yes. Eve may learn that anything is possible at Christmas. It's Christmas, Eve. I... All right, you got two. Is I can't it, believe it. It's Christmas, Carol. Or <laughs> it's Christmas, Eve. Which one's real? Which one's fake? They both are equally real and equally fake. Right? They... I yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Um... Oh yeah. Gosh. Uh huh. Okay. It's Christmas, Carol. I think uh, it's, it's Christmas. Christmas. Eve. I, I think Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. I feel like is that the one you wrote? Did you write that one? Final Chris, answer. Final answer. I did not. Oh! That is a Hallmark movie starring Leanne Rimes. She oh! sings a song. It's Christmas, Carol, is is my original. Is your original. <laughs> my original. And um, I wrote that before I saw It's, it's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. And I went, oh, dear God. How? The the reason I, I chose, I feel like I really have to explain my decisions. Um, you got one wrong. You I, missed the toss-up, which means you lose the whole contest. What? No. And now the studio belongs to you. Oh, oh Why did I sign all that paperwork? <laughs> Will she ever get the studio back? It's Christmas, Sarah. <laughs> oh, that was... Um, Crazy. I, hey, you know what would be fun, everybody? I'm on Twitter now, and I'm on Facebook. <gasps> Please go to I Think You're Nice on Twitter and I Think You're Nice on Facebook. And you, please, please pitch either just the name of your horrible Christmas movie uh. or the, the the name and the the elevator pitch. Oh like, so the real quick, basically what Christine just did, those few sentences. Have them just give us the name. I'm inviting myself back. Give yeah. us the name. Uh-huh. And then we'll just make it up on the spot. Yeah. Ooh. Right? And then maybe we'll also improvise the song at the end that rolls over the credits. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. You're not alone. You got Liam and Joy. He's your Christmas toy. It's Christmas Eve. You know, so I don't of know. Of course. No, we absolutely. 
have to do that. Oh my god. No, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of if we can if I release this in enough time and if enough people contribute, that would be really fun to have like a a little a little bonus holiday episode. We could go live. We could go how to go live when people go live i don't know is that a thing well, i, I hear to, about people going live i know how to go live on the phone i'm oh. showing my phone listeners oh. um oh shit i've missed like a bunch of stuff no you haven't no <laughs> you're right i haven't nothing matters only this well and now we um, have um future christmas classics oh good yes <clears throat> well and i also wrote down my favorite holiday movies too <laughs> I, have a, I have a lot happening here christine did but, more um, homework than anyone has ever done. I love to prepare for things. I know. Just in Bless case. It. I love preparing. Okay, so these are future classics. I didn't quite get to flesh out sure. the premise, um, but these are just like pitches. Great, great. Uh, Peppermint's Bark. <laughs> this new Pixar classic captures the thrilling story of a dog named Peppermint who saves Christmas from an evil llama farmer. <gasps> Not suitable for children under seven, and Peppermint is voiced by Christopher Walken. <gasps> Interesting choice. I know. And I'm Peppermint's Bark. Peppermint's Get Out. No, continue. Right? Please go. Keep, please keep going. That, that's a thing that could happen. Yes, of course it is. Okay. So this one goes a little bit off the rails. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it cracks me up and I can't stop laughing because I'm so fucking proud. <laughs> and I can't take credit for it. Um, it's Andrew's title. Okay. Kiwi's big advent chair. (laughs) (laughs) Say say that again. Kiwi's big advent. Kiwi's big advent chair. (laughs) Like a like a kiwi, like a like the fruit, like the bird, like the person from New Zealand. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This madcap holiday romp is loosely based on Homer's The Odyssey and the film Weekend at Bernie's. It's Christmas time in sunny San Francisco. When the Bernard family brings in their Christmas tree, their little dog, Kiwi, gets Aww. kerfuffled because her favorite motorized wheelchair not only gets moved to the front Her favorite motorized wheelchair not only gets moved to the front porch, but the Bernards put a life-size talking Santa doll in it. Kiwi waits till night, then decides to try to bring her motorized wheelchair back inside. She carefully climbs in Santa's lap, but her paw accidentally hits the on button, Uh causing the wheelchair to roll off the porch and all the way to Fisherman's Wharf, where it finally finally coasts to a halt next to an unattended Salvation Army bucket. The many tourists at the wharf mistake the fake Santa and the tiny dog for a real Santa and elf. Pretty soon, the bucket is overflowing with donations. Now Kiwi has only one advent to get the donation bucket across town to the Salvation Army and then get herself and her favorite chair back up the hills to get home in time for Christmas dinner. Fun for the whole family. This is one advent chair you won't soon forget. I don't know what it is. An advent chair? That's not a thing, is it? So. Is that a thing? I didn't get it for like a day. It's uh-huh. adventure. Oh my I know. That's God. upsetting, isn't it? So he said advent chair. It was the tale of advent, advent chair. chair. And I was like, advent, advent chair? What's an advent chair? So there's also like a marketing thing where everyone's going to be buying advent chairs. It's your chair you put out at Advent. 
And then you just like put numbers on it or like you put Uh toys on the advent chair. Your elf on the shelf could go on the Uh advent chair. We're going to buy an advent chair this year because it just was it just made us laugh so much. Yes. Um, So but it's adventure. And he's like, oh, you didn't get that. I'm like, then it's not a good joke. Well, it's it's a stretch, honey. That's he a goes, big stretch. It's a pun. You didn't get the pun. I'm like, no, that's not a pun. Advent chair. But Advent Kiwi's chair. big Advent chair is all I've ever wanted. And but is it all you ever wanted, or do you want Advent chair too? Christmas on the Amazon. It's another Christmas in San Francisco. Uh oh. The Bernard family accidentally received the wrong package from Amazon. What? An inflatable chair. They ask their neighbor, Homer Jones, to return the package and and only the package to Amazon. Unfortunately, Homer misplaces his glasses and cannot see when he crates the chair up and ends up creating Kiwi with the chair. Oh no. Homer also misunderstood the directions and ends up mailing the package to the Amazon. With the help of the native jungle animals, Kiwi must navigate and survive the treacherous Amazon River and get home in time for Christmas dinner. All the fun and laughs of, of <laughs> Kiwi's River. All, all the fun and laughs of Kiwi's big big advent chair plus the Amazon. <laughs> now I know what you're thinking. But Christine, you can't just have two advent chairs. It has to be a trilogy. <laughs> advent chair three, finding grandpa. <laughs> it's Christmas time in San Francisco. Again. <laughs> This time, Grandpa's chair is empty because he's Santa. (laughs) And Kiwi must turn his empty chair into a sleigh and drive it up to the North Pole to retrieve Santa Grandpa in time for Christmas. This is a straight-to-DVD release. Santa Grandpa. I really enjoyed the half-assiness of that one. (laughs) Except for, it's Christmas in San Francisco. (laughs) Again! And Santa's Grandpa. I mean, it's... That's... It's a different cast than the first two Advent chairs. Like, they know what's happening. It's like Home Alone 7. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, we're just using the title Advent chair at yeah, this point. Like, we need the a, money. We're yeah. going to... But yeah. uh, when there are super horrible movies, Patrick's like, hey, don't forget. Like, that that paid a lot of, like... Sharknado. It pays a lot of people. Yeah. It's a real industry. So, yeah. supported 100%. Advent chair. Advent chair. And everyone, to every DVD little kid's going to want an advent chair this Christmas. Oh, my God. Don't forget to get your kids an advent chair, folks. An adventure will follow. Oh, it hurts so oh, it good. Hurts. Oh, does it hurt as bad as you'll be home for Christmas? Yul Brenner as himself gets. <laughs> <laughs> Yul Brenner, as himself, gets snowed in at a holiday-themed inn. Two parts variety show, one part cooking competition. This holiday special focuses on family, tradition, and features the Yuletide, as his family calls him, at his holiday best. Featuring special appearances from the original cast of The King and I and their new holiday hit, Getting to Know You, at Christmas time. Oh, I would watch the crap out of that. You'll be home for Christmas. You'll Yul Brenner. Ugh. Oh, friends, if you haven't watched, um, go to, go to YouTube, watch Judy Garland's Christmas. Oh, my God. It's so good. And the original- <gasps> How could com- that be at the door? And the, That's the, more Liza. The, well, the, yeah. they, one, one, the one begot one the, the other. Um, and uh, God, it's so good. It's so sweet. And you just kind of have to unplug parts of your brain to enjoy it completely. That's Christmas. But the re- <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 
That's true. Oh, God, my laugh is so loud. Um, I have two more. Oh, good, good. good. I have two more. Okay, I never stop. <laughs> um, the first Christmas Eve. The story of Nick Claus meeting, courting, wooing, marrying, and eventually betting Noel Kringle, the future I'm Mrs. Sorry. Claus. Betting? betting? That's a beautiful way yes. of saying that. Yes, they fell in love. <laughs> the future Mrs. Claus. Two parts The Notebook, one part Dirty Dancing, and one part <laughs> Kiwi's Big Adventure. <laughs> this holiday dramedy has something for everyone to love. <laughs> No good? Could you could you give me that recipe one more time? One part? <laughs> Two parts of the notebook, one part dirty dancing, and one part Kiwi's big advent chair. This holiday dramedy has something for everyone to love. Yep. Mm-hmm. I really need to hear that. Yeah. That's good. That's what I so need. That's the first Christmas Eve. Good. Okay, so this last one, this one might have crossed the line. Okay. We'll see. We'll see if it makes a cut. <laughs> Noel that ends well. <laughs> No well that ends well. All right, I'm on board. It's Christmas time in heaven. <laughs> and God is busy working on her, that's right, her, next year's budget and projections. Unfortunately, <laughs> Earth is in need of budget cuts, and God just can't seem to figure out where to slice and dice. Her son, Jesus, offers up a last minute idea skip his birthday, Christmas. God sees this as the only option and declares that this year will be the last Christmas on Earth. She transforms herself into a department store Santa so she can visit Earth and experience Christmas with the mortals one last time and see how the budget cut will affect her overall numbers and yearly projections. Sure. But what she was not prepared for was how Christmas spirit could affect even the most holy of spirits. And after the generosity of kind strangers including one handsome wise man from the local living nativity display. Oh, God, what's his name? God soon... Frankincense? I don't know. Okay. God soon... Frank. God soon discovers that there are some things that not even she can put a price on. Wow. Wow, right? I don't think that crosses the line. It doesn't? I think that's where we're headed. I think I think it's Budget Christmas cuts in, in heaven. heaven. Yeah. Guys, things... we got to get rid of something. It's got to be Christmas. It's got to be Christmas. Christmas is canceled. Well, and I just thought, like... What if God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us? Yeah, just a stranger on the bus. Trying to get his way home? Her way. Her way home? It's a it's 2018 film. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. female. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to give you a hearty round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Because uh, <laughs> those were outstanding. Thank I can't you. believe how real and not real they were. I think Adventure is going to catch on. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure that's the one. I don't think you're imagining a tiny dog in a fake Santa in a motorized wheelchair on the hills of San Francisco. It's on on Lombard Street. Yeah. It's um <laughs> it's a good plot. It's solid. Yeah. I mean I, Horatio gets it. Yeah, Horatio gets it. it yeah, he he was like laying like with his no his snout on the floor and with his butt still on you somehow. He's a magical oh, dog. No. Um that you you know what? On second thought, yes, I absolutely. If I could just take a real quick and how to. Oh, and then I also wrote a list of oh. movies I like. Oh, good, good, good. We're gonna have Christine's recommendations. I just want to see mm-hmm. how Advent Chair. Yes, continue. Oh, yeah. Great, great, great. So now we're on to our or to Christine's super yeah. mega Christmas movie uh, recommendations. Yeah, yeah. So if um, hey kids, hi kids, it's Auntie Chrissy here, <laughs> and if you too would like to start a holiday movie obsession. 
here's some fine holiday hits to get you through the cold weather. Some classic old-time favorites. White Christmas. There's lots of dancing, and Vera Ellen and Rosemary Clooney are in it, and there's big fans, and it's fun. Rosemary Clooney. Right. Those pipes. Um, but the dancing, when they do the flips, and she, like, flips over all those stairs, and it's beautiful. Well, that's Vera. That's Vera. Yeah, yeah. Vera does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Rosemary's dancer. there for the singing, Vera's there for the dancing, and I'm there for... All of it. Yes, exactly. Yep. Uh, so, White Christmas, and It's a Wonderful Life. Harry's home from the war! <laughs> Harry! That was really Merry good. Christmas, Mary! Uh, do you know what my favorite part is? That if uh, George Bailey had not existed, Mary would have to wear glasses. Um, And she'd be a librarian. Yeah. That's the worst fate, ladies. Well, what I don't understand is, like, sure, she may have had another career, but she has to have glasses Do you know how sudden? ugly a woman is when she puts on glasses? Hideous. Speaking as a woman who's had to wear glasses since yeah. the age of six. Yeah. Me too! Really? Oh, I'm so blind. Were they... And when I put them on, I turn into this hideous troll creature. Aww. And I get a hump on my back and pus pours out my warts. That's what happens to me, too. Yes. That's, That's the Christmas glasses coming to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, and then uh, uh, Meet Me in St. Louis. It's not all Christmas, but the, the climax of the film is Judy singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas yes. with a music box next to her sister, Margaret O'Brien, Tootie, who is crying because they can't take their snowman with them in St. Louis. So she runs outside and she beats the snowman <gasps> and she says, I don't want anyone to have them and we have to move to St. Louis. And it's so upsetting. Sorry, Horatio. Horatio's deeply upset. Oh, my God. I love this movie and I watched it every year. A thousand times. And I wanted to actually be nicknamed Tootie. Which, funny, now I am. But it's because of a very, very different reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. Uh, <clears throat> the Animated Grinch, of course. Classic. Of course. And then uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, excellent. The first minimalistic Christmas tree. So, it's you know, starts the a design trend. Beautiful. Uh, and then we're going to go into modern Christmas classics. We mm -hmm. have Elf. Excellent. Yeah, you know, that's a good one. That it's soundtrack good. is so good. It's it not is, even necessarily yeah. Christmassy, but it's a really great soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's sweet. And I, from I cry. Scooby Dooby. Scooby Dup, Scooby Dup. Don't you know each cloud contains? But but uh, I cry when, when the sleigh flies over. <laughs> And and what's his name joins in its song. I'm just like you did it. That's very sweet. James uh, Con. A Christmas story because we're all yep. Ralphie. You know. Can I confess something? You never I, seen it? No, I've seen it. I hated it as a kid. Oh, I me too. Hated it. Was it was scary. It was scary. It was mean. Yeah. He got a boot to the head. The kid's tongue gets stuck. They call him a lie. Like I don't think it's a movie for kids. I think. Part of it is the nostalgia of looking back on your holiday yes. as an adult and seeing it, you and, know, the way you want to and seeing the magic. And that's, I think, part of it. And we love it. That's why my mom really loved it. She's like, it looks just like it did. She's like, the clothing, the texture of the, like, the sofas, yeah. the curtains. She's like, it's, it really, really. And I'm like, I can't believe any of you people made it out alive because that <laughs> Looked <gasps> terrible. That looked awful, and I hate it. <laughs> I've seen it as an adult. I don't hate it anymore. I still don't care for it. It's still not one of my favorites. Okay, it's still okay. it still and makes me okay. sad. Except for the duck uh, scene at the end, which is great. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, the musical is actually really fun too. Oh, 
Oh, uh, if you add music the, to it, I'm likely to like it. Well, and it's one of the musicals from like a Christmas movie. I, I thought Elf was one of the worst Christmas musicals I had ever seen. Ugh, I'm sorry yeah, to hear that. It was, it was, oh, well. How'd they screw that up? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Um, and it, yeah, it just, I think if you, the guy who played it, it was the touring cast came through and the guy who played Buddy mm-hmm. was like in on the joke and like winking at the audience. I'm like, no, Buddy doesn't do that. Buddy is. He's genuine. He's a hundred percent. Yeah, and if you don't do that, then it just you feel seems... like an idiot. Yeah, and so it, it just was not good. And the music's not great. It doesn't support the story. It doesn't further the plot. But the Christmas or, story or music... involve any more emotional, like deep dive. Yeah, deep there's into, no like... reason. But mm. yeah, Christmas story was delightful. I really liked oh, it, nice. and it was it was good. And so um yeah, good to know. Uh, and then oh okay, so this one's controversial. I love the Jim Carrey Grinch. I love it. In Universal, that is the entire two months, November and December, is Grinch, 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 Grinch. So it is not too controversial because okay. lots and lots of people, and it's that version that is. Okay. Um, well, because they own it, but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like it. They think it's terrible. Like, they don't like the way it was done. I, I like it. I Well, and I love Jim Carrey. Oh, I mean, okay. He's, he's gotten a little weirder now, but I love his characters. I love how big he is. I mean, mm-hmm. you've seen me on stage. You, you know I... <laughs> study you're, at the school of jim carrey but you're so subtle i'm very subtle but those subtle <laughs> choices are based on bigger choices jim made uh, but i love that character and i love how goofy he is and i love how bright and colorful and fun it is and i love the music and i love christine baranski's there yes. for some reason and there's a key party oh my god there's a key party when they're talking about the way when the little baby Grinch was born and they show like the stork baskets falling to Whoville and they're like, oh, baby who boys and girls came down on Christmas night to their families. Uh, and the little Grinch goes, he falls outside the window of the two old ladies who raised him. And they're like, we were having our annual Christmas party. And you look in the window and all the adult who's are getting drunk, playing grab ass and putting their plastic keys <laughs> in a bowl. <laughs> And I discovered that in my adult life, and I went, I love this movie. That's funny. It's amazing. And also just the, Santa, what's Christmas about? Vengeance. Uh, presents. <laughs> Vengeance? Vengeance. <laughs> it's not a dress, it's a kilt. <laughs> I've only seen it the one time. I enjoyed it the one yeah. time I saw it. And I'm a person, you don't have to like one or the other. You can like all the things. You can like all of the things. I can like the animated Grinch and the live action Grinch. You sure can. I own both. I watch both. Great. That's fine for me. I'll probably like the Benedict Cumberbatch one, too. That's also in my, he's also in my fantasy, emotionally distant makeout buddy. What? Benedict Cumberbatch? Bumblebee tuna snack? (laughs) (laughs) What? How can? I mean, he's fine. What? What do you I, mean he's fine? Like, I, like we could hang out. I'm not going to waste my top laminated list on him. Oh, my. He is the I'm not going to bump list. Daniel Radcliffe for Benedict Daniel, Cumberbatch. Daniel, are you insane? He's a magician. He's a... You're a wizard, Harry. I, I love Daniel Radcliffe. I'm going to be hatred great. to his Harry. Oh, that's... Whoa! It's whoa. normal. It's normal. Whoa. It's normal. Whoa. Accio pants. <laughs> Uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol. A Muppet Christmas oh, Carol, so good. I love it. I love we're Marley and Marley. Oh. Uh, and then Christmas Vacation, because Elaine Bennis. Uh, and then these are not exactly Christmas movies that I watch at Christmas. Little Women. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Christian Bale. Of he peaked. Uh, Hook. Oh. Watch. Hook. <gasps> Hook is mm-hmm. a Christmas movie. It's like, but it's not, but it, it is. It is and it isn't. And I had a big crush on the Italian lost boy, the one who wears the blazer and combs his hair. And I liked Rufio. Well, okay, but I'm like, Rufio's the head lost boy. I'm probably not going to... I'm going to hedge my bets. I'm not going to get the head reach lost your, boy. Reach for your dreams, man. Well, my dream was the weird Italian kid okay. who wears a blazer in the treehouse. <laughs> I'm like, well, he cleans up nice. We'll stick with him. Um, and I think his name is Gomez in the... <laughs> um, okay. And he's adorable. Uh, sound of music. Of course. Because Nazis. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's no, not no, why. No, oh. Uh, and Andrew had never seen the movie. And we went and saw the musical when it was at the Fifth Avenue a few years ago. Uh-huh. And we were watching it. And it was funny. He goes, you know, I was like, what do you think? He's like, that's kind of our story. Like you? He and I. I was like, back up. What? He's like, well, you know. And he has six he's like, kids. You and you know. were his baron. I know. And, and I'm like, I didn't know where all these kids you had. <laughs> well, no. He's like, so it's the, you know, the young, sweet, like, sing-songy lady comes into, like, the sad captain's life. And I was like, what? And he's like, and then they're happy. And they sing in the mountains. And I'm like, it's sweet. But it's like, that's not our story. It is to him. I, I think we're like the little goat puppets just in the corner, like... <laughs> Just yodeling and twitching. Why are we on swings? What's happening? <laughs> so, Sound of Music. That's a Christmas movie. That's beautiful. Uh, and then Die Hard. Of course. Because Classic. Even though he says it's not a Christmas movie. I don't... Who Bruce, said that? Bruce Willis came out and said it's not a Christmas movie. Brucey B? I don't care. And I said, fuck you, Bruce. Brucey W. You do Yippee-ki-yay. It's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Do you not own a DVD player? That's okay. Because <laughs> there's a lot of Christmas TV episodes you can stream. Oh, for sure. Including uh, Happy Endings. Mary Jane Miss, about a girl who was born on Christmas and has to celebrate her birthday with Jesus. Huh. You get I really it. Relate to that you one. get it. Um, all the Fraser Christmas episodes, including mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, Mrs. Makovitz, where they pretend to be Jewish and Niles ends up dressed as Jesus, and it's hysterical. Oh, that, that's one of the best so, episodes, but oh one of the God. best Christmas ones for sure. I watch it a few times a year. Um, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's a very sunny Christmas. Which has a claymation portion, which is amazing. And then you reminded me of the 30 Rock episode, uh, Luda Christmas. Oh, yeah. Luda Christmas. There's a couple yes. of good Christmas yes. 30 Rocks. So that, those are my holiday movie recommendations. If you're starting out and just need a few things to watch mm-hmm. this year, um, I, w- I would start there. And then you, too, someday will be writing your own made-for-TV Christmas movies. Outstanding. Thank you so much for coming in today, Christine. We Did could, we get enough? I, uh, yeah, we have an hour and 54 minutes. Oh, my God. So thank you so much. This was so nice. Thank you for talking about Christmas. Thank you for doing all of this homework. Well, I'm, I am using it for something else, too. Okay, good. Um, it's not just for you. Know you know what? No, this is going to be the new standard. If you're going to oh. be on this podcast, you have to do at least four pages of homework before I mean, being I mean, I like here. to be prepared because I respect your time and your talent. Did the others not? Wow. What a yeah. slap in the face. Yeah, they just rolled in yeah. and just yeah. sat here and talked to me about stuff. Wow. I guess I like to put thought into things. I guess so. I well, guess that's why you're that's now. what we call raising the bar. Yeah. And you've done it. But really, thank you so much. Did you have a nice time? I did. I feel like we should like sing a Christmas song on our way out. <gasps> what do you want to sing? I don't oh, know. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I just knocked I, over I don't know. everything. Um, 
What's, oh. oh, it's a Christmas song. Uh, What's a Christmas song? <laughs> I want one. <laughs> Were you being Buddy the Elf? Oh, uh, I was. I, I want to be Buddy the Elf. If I, I think you a, I don't are. like that musical, but if I could play Buddy, I think I'd like Are you sure you're trying to, you? trying to get down, finally? No. Maybe? Um, what, what do we know all the words to? Um, I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I gotta go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This podcast has been so very Very nice. nice. I have to end it sometime though. Your mother will be listening and and on the East Coast. Probably. Your father will think I'm hilarious. He doesn't know how podcasts work. (laughs) Horatio doesn't want me to move now. No, he's comfortable there. So maybe we'll just record some more. Maybe we'll just record a little more. I gotta get home. (laughs) Gotta get home. Cause baby, it's podcast podcast time. Perfect. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, we have to do musical arm farts. Oh my God. How did I forget? I'm wearing a, a shirt. Can you get to any beef, beefy part? <laughs> Hold on. Who oh, ate wait. the tuna? <laughs> Who Th- left the crab out? Thanks everybody. Bye. Thank you, Christine. Oh, good. You know, I wasn't feeling it. Let's do it again from the top. Um.